day up, my duckies, how are we all? Are we all having a good week? I hope you are. It's miserable weather. Where the fuck has summer gone? It's literally pissing it down. And I'm having a lovely movie day at home in my bed. Sorting a few things out around the house, you know, getting those little jobs done and everything. And just chilling. And I will be having a very, very early night tonight as well, which I'm excited about. So yes, I hope you're all well and welcome to another episode of Fall Apart Process and Be a Bad Bitch with your favourite host, Tana J. So here I am. So what have I been up to? What have I been up to? Um, so this week I actually was working in Devon and Dorset, which was very interesting um, because... I got to see a lot of the south of the UK, which I've not seen that much of before. So obviously, I got some magnets from where I went, Lyme Regis, big up, Weymouth, big up, because I have to get a magnet for everywhere I visit. And I was staying in Paul, and Paul's really cool because um, it is like real below deck, and I fucking love below deck. So it was quite interesting, you know, seeing all the yachts and everybody, and I was like, oh, that's real below deck. So yeah, very exciting. Um, and honestly, I, oh, sorry, I'm yawning, everybody. Um, I, let's be real. Okay, let's be real. So, I have been really mentally bad at the minute. Mental health-wise, it's been in the shitter. Um, anxious, depressed, insomnia, you name it, it's been happening. Um, so basically, what's just happened in my life is that I live with my four wonderful housemates and some of us were planning, well, about one or two were planning to leave, dependent on the situation and everything. But our landlord, even though we said we're interested in staying, was then like, oh, um, if you're going to stay, we're going to increase the rent. So then he got good old Dexters to come in and, you know, reevaluate the house. And they valued it at £4,000 per month which we knew it was going to be going up because we do not pay that much right now like we were paying 2800 for a five bed but only two only one bathroom but two toilets um and it was just a bit like increasing it by that much well he said they'd estimated it at that and then he was going to actually charge us um 3000 oh what was it because it was a £900 increase per month so if we were paying 2800 he wanted us to pay 3700 a month which is £900 overall between five of us so £180 increase each and I was like fuck, oh my god so I've basically been for the last like week and a half re-evaluating my whole life and you know, thinking about being in London, is it worth it, and everything, um, and actually making very big life decisions, so I genuinely was like, do you know what, I actually can't afford that, because at the minute, all I'm doing is working, and I do enjoy my work, and work is fun, and I like being independent, I am so sorry, I keep yawning, I was so, like I said, insomnia is bad at the minute, so sleep's not been my best mate at the minute, um but and that wasn't me farting that's me moving my foot um so i would say 
No, living in London hasn't been worth it. This past year has been brilliant because I, I definitely didn't want to leave. But I think, you know when like something bad happens but then you're like oh there's something good waiting around the corner I feel like that's what this is I feel like someone up there was like going you need a push in a different direction so they've just pushed me in a different direction and I think it's all going to work out so I have decided to leave London well my job at the minute means I'm not really in London so I was like for September I'm also going to Italy and then I'll be working away from London so it's, I am so sorry, I can't stop yawning. Um, so it's like, I'm just going to pay for somewhere to keep my stuff. And paying like a £1,000 a month is just, it's just unrealistic. So I am leaving big old London town. Moving my stuff to my parents. Whilst I go to Italy, whilst I'm doing this tour. And then from then on, I am thinking of moving to Liverpool. Because fuck me, it is a hell of a lot cheaper. It's half the price and it includes all the bills. It's mental. Um, and I've always loved Liverpool. And as a working class girly, I feel like I need to be in the north. With the northerners that have the banter. Don't care if they make a fool of themselves and not stressed about money all the time. So yeah, I am making the big decision of leaving London and potentially moving to Liverpool, which I'm very excited about. I've been looking on spare rooms and I'm just like, ooh. But I'm going to not pay rent for a bit so I can just, you know, sort my life out financially and all that. So, yeah. So that's all of that, but we'll delve into it a bit more deeper later. As I want to tell you some of the stories from uh, this week in the homes, because there was honestly some interesting ones. So... One of the homes I went to, literally, the woman... So at the beginning of the show, I turn up in my shorts and stuff, but then I'll put um, my costume on and then I put like a glamorous looking robe over the top. And this woman who was in the care home, so in her like 70s, 80s, went, oh, what's that? And pointed towards my chest, me thinking she was pointing at my costume. And then she did that whole trick of, well, got you, and like poked my nose. And I was like, touche, touche. Um, and then throughout the show, every time I'd go, oh, hello there to her, she would um, show me her cleavage. Yeah, a woman in a care home just showing her tits to me every time. And honestly, some of these people really, really cracked me up. In fact, do you know what? I think she's my spirit animal. I think I'll be like that when I'm in a care home one day. I'll be the one that's constantly getting my bum out and my boobs out or something. Just to make life really fun and entertaining. So that was one of them. And honestly, I'd be like, um, where do you want to go singing Sleep John B? And she'd be like, tits. And I'm like, this is just not the same vibe, but it's actually hilarious. So big shout out to you for getting your tits out. Um, another story. So... Um, one of the homes I was at was outside, and whilst it was outside, um, I was just doing the show, as and was, just, you know, wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen, salty old queen of the sea, just singing that away. And I look over to my horror. So this was an SEN um, home, so adults with special needs. And um, one of the... Um, 
residence had literally took out his genitals and was just peeing in the garden in front of everybody. So um, that was definitely something I didn't sign up for. So I don't know what it is with these homes and them just showing me everything. But I mean, we have all got the same bit. So I'm like, yeah, it's only, it's only, you know. But it's, it just takes me by surprise every time. And I don't know why. Um, especially when you live with a girl, with a girl. Especially when you live in a room full of, in a room, in a house of like four girls. I see stuff all the time. But I don't know, it just always takes me by surprise. Bear Beach. So whilst I've been on this wonderful tour and seen a lot of the UK, um, me and my housemate Emma have found a really fun game of finding stupid names for places and street names and everything. So I've got a few here that I've been sending her as I have been on my travels. So one of them I was travelling on was Butts Ash Lane. Imagine living there. Butts Ash Lane. Butts Ash lane and another place i went through was called shitterton um and yeah i think i think it says it all imagine being like on the phone to insurance or the bank or something and they're like where do you live and you're like shitterton and they're like oh is it nice no it's shitterton so well it's like when i went to grimsby and grimsby is grim i've got to admit it's very grim it's not that nice um, and there was also some that we like googled and stuff and found some in the UK so here we go so some people live on Grope Lane that's in Shropshire um, let's have a look at the other ones Haha ha Road in London like how would you have a serious phone call about that where do you live Haha ha, London sorry Haha Haha ha, London what what okay let's find some other ones um yorkshire has a mad dog lane quite quite cool i'm doing all the english ones because there's some in american stuff but i'm all about the english ones um there's a place called twat in scotland so where do you live twat amazing amazing um there's a place called smelly's lane imagine living there ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, what else is there? Let's have a look. Um, whip my wop my gate in York. Nice. Nice. Um, Roly Regis has Bell End. Imagine. You would not want to live there. Um, Lincolnshire has a Fanny Hands Lane. Ooh. Cornwall has Squeeze Guts Alley. It's very, and I can see why it's called that. Oh, London has a back passage. Of course it does. I bet that's where everyone goes and takes their shirts. Um, Crotch Crescent. Oh, this is my kind of place. Slag Lane in Wiltshire. I would live there. Where do you live? Slag Lane. Are you a slag? Yeah, I am. Um, Castleford has a place called Tickle Codge Bridge. No, Tickle Cock Bridge. Ooh, <laughs> kinky. Um, Essex has a place called Ugly. Very nice. Very nice. And, oh, standard, of course. Um, Winchelsea has a place called Dumb Woman's Lane. And I can confirm I would never live there because up the patriarchy. Um, and what else is there? Titty Ho in Northamptonshire. 
I think that's a good one. And we're going to finish off on a good one. And that is the Glory Hall in Rincon. So there you go. Oh, oh, I've just found another better one, actually. So this is my favourite one, I think. Um, Wet Wang in Yorkshire. Where do you live, Wet Wang? <laughs> oh. So if you have any silly names that you come across that are like places in the UK or street names, please send them to me because I'm really enjoying this little game of finding all these um, stupid placed Stupid named places, that's the one. There we go. Very dyslexic as usual today. Here we are. Bear Beach. So I want to talk about the whole acting scene and how I've been having this conversation a lot with people at the minute. So let's be real. So when I was living in Mansfield and going to Funky and stuff, I was like, yes, I really want to go to drama school. That's everything I want. And then I'll do the acting career and everything like that. But honestly... No one tells you how elitist this fucking industry is. No one tells you that if you don't go to RADA and don't have a trust fund, you're probably not going to get far. Like, obviously I'm doing a great job at the minute and stuff, and I do enjoy it. But it's it's not really, like, what I came to drama school and what I came to London to do. Like, it's just crazy, this industry. And, like, if you don't know people in the industry you don't have family in the industry if you don't have like quick connections then it's just like oh so do you you're getting another way but there isn't another way like you just have to apparently keep going until something comes along but it's like when does that something come along and how much energy can you you know give into this so it's really been you know feeded off me like leaving London and everything because I'm just like I'm just not giving into this industry that expects me to pay out for all these workshops, pay out to go and do dance classes, pay out to go and do singing lessons. Like, you don't tell a pilot to go and keep practising his, like, plane flying and shit like that. Like, as long as you're getting the experience, then that makes sense, but not if you're not actually getting the experience if you're just practicing practicing then what's the point in going to drama school what's the point in why did you do a degree like why did you do three years of training if you still need to train um and I am personally I think experience is best like yeah you can do all these workshops and things but actually you want work experience you don't want just you constantly paying to do a top workshop that's with someone who's a big Netflix star because the reality is they can't get you in anyway they can't you know what I mean like they're not gonna offer you a job on the next big film next week because you did a a a, like 200 pound workshop with them (laughs) like so I really think we need to sort out this performing arts industry and get more working class people jobs because that's another reason why I'm like oh maybe I should move to Liverpool because it's it's very working class, there's a big theatre scene there, it's right next to Manchester. And I'm like, maybe there people will really appreciate, you know, the good the good pieces of theatre that are real and true. Like when I went to see um The Middle at the National Theatre, God it was boring. It was about like a rich couple that just didn't love each other anymore. And I was like, this is so boring because all you have to do is split up because you don't love each other anymore and you both have money so it doesn't matter 
whereas like some of the best things I've seen was like House of Shades which was funnily enough based off um Mansfield because it was real because it was real life people real prob like real problems not oh I don't think I love you anymore but we've still got loads of money so it's not so we can afford just to not live like I can't be dealing with that shit and like if you haven't watched it all yet the full Monty series the new one that's on Disney plus that's bloody brilliant so do give it a watch because the comedy in it is bloody hilarious and it's also got a lot of um, filming done in Sheffield so you might recognize some of the places and everything but yes, I really think this performing arts industry needs to stop. It needs to be, you know, giving people jobs that are working, that are hard workers and can do the job and everything rather than, oh, my dad's an actor, so I've now got this job all my... You know, it shouldn't be passed down to people. We all should be working as hard as each other, but unfortunately it's just not how the world works, is it? But you know, we created this world, so why don't we change it and make it for the better? There we go, political statements there for you. It's about as political as I get, really, to be honest. But I hope you enjoyed that. Going off the back of that, why are we all giving in to London prices as well? Like, why are we all accepting these shit jobs that pay £11 an hour, which isn't even, like, London living wage, to live in a house where you're sharing so many things, it's not that modern, there's a lot of problems with it, and you're paying, like, nearly a thousand pounds in rent, bills, council tax, like, why are we all giving into this shit, like, this system is fucked, did you know that one of the cheapest council tax areas is Kensington, funny that, innit, fucking funny that, because if you can afford to live in Kensington, apparently you don't need to pay as much council tax, which is bullshit, I am over the class divide I'm over it the whole London thing like paying 12 pounds for a drink and it's just it's just ridiculous like I don't mind paying it for like an independent and stuff that wants that needs to make money but bloody hell like the fact that I've been looking at Liverpool places and it's just like half the price and so much nicer so much bigger and, and like an extra bathroom I'm just like why are we all doing this why are we all doing this to ourselves working seven day weeks literally burning ourselves out just to live in London honestly it baffles me it baffles me but you know I do love London it's not that I'm like London's a shit place I love it it's so diverse it's so multicultural and there's always something going on it's brilliant but as well like there just needs to be a give somewhere you know prices just keep going up but salaries don't go up pay doesn't go up but prices go up and I'm just like I don't yeah again another political thing but this is what's going on in my life at the minute so there you go yeah it's causing me a lot of anxiety causing me a lot of stress and like I said my insomnia and everything I'm so tired at the minute because honestly this last year has been the hardest year I think I've, it's not been the hardest, it's been fucking hard though, like, I've been through harder things, but this has just been physically and mentally draining, and yeah, if you're a new graduate, I would just say, really focus on what you want, and 
I, d- I don't regret living in London for an extra year out of graduating because I think I needed it and I've done what I wanted to do which was get with my agency and you know perform a few shows and get an acting job so I have managed to do those things and I'm really happy with that but I think right now I'm off on a little adventure and that is away from London for a bit but this isn't never see you again this is I'll be back bitch but who knows when I'm gonna go off and live my life live my best fucking life bad bitch so I'm gonna share with you today um a couple of memories that came up on my snapchat this is why I still have snapchat because I really enjoy the memories like it's like it's why I like be real as well because you can just you know keep up with what you've done for the year so a year ago today was our like last day of drama school and then we had our grad ball where we all went out and three years ago today me and my best mate Ruby finally was out of like covid times and went on a tube into London with face masks on with goggle glasses drinking through little tin cocktails and it was like the best thing ever and also, four years ago today, um, me and the grapevine, the OGs, friends from Mansfield, we did a come dine with me session. Yeah, so we basically didn't wanted to do lots of things together but not spend loads of money. And honestly, it's one of the best things we ever did. And it's so iconic that we did it and we, you know, memor- memorise it all the time. So I really would recommend doing it if you and your friends are like, let's do something, but you don't want to spend loads of money. Um, So we like, some people teamed up, some people did it on their own. And each, like one night every like two or three weeks, we'd go to that person's house, they'd host, they'd cook us all dinner, there's entertainers, and we would do stupid videos of us commentating, like, you just like, come down with me. And we just had the best time. Like the first night was... Um, at Anna B's where Anna B and Laura were hosting and they did um, Mexican so we had like nachos for starter I think and then we had fajitas for main and then the pudding was like um, ice cream with um, I think it was Kellogg's round it or something like that I'd never heard of it but um, I can't remember what it was called but yeah and then they'd entertain us but we went in the hot tub and everything and we had music and that was, I've got to say, a class night. It was very class. Then also, um, so there was Libby and Liv hosting. So they hosted at Liv's house. And, oh God, what did they cook us? Um, they cooked us a very good meal. I think they did Italian and we went with pasta. Um, and again, Liv family has a hot tub so we went in the hot tub we also played like mr and mrs games so there was the entertainment there and yeah another cracking night and we would also score each other as well and at the end we all put five pounds in and the winner would get the the whole amount so then we also went to oh my god um daniel salmon's house which was oh it was interesting so my friend Daniel Salmon, what a boy, um, what a guy. Um, and um, so we got there and this was at his dad's house. And for starter, I actually can't think what you'd done for starter, but it, but it wasn't ready. 
And then for main he had fish pie, and for dessert he had panna cotta. Well, he'd misjudged all the timings, so um, the fish pie wasn't ready, so, and the panna cotta was. So we had uh, panna cotta first, Libby was also vegetarian, and he'd done a vegetarian version for her, and it, and it wasn't even set, it was pure liquid. <laughs> and then we had, so we had panna cotta for starter, which was, it was nice, but for me, I have to have something savoury before I have anything sweet, because otherwise my blood sugar feels weird. Um, and yeah, so then we had this fish pie that was like in the middle, and then we had like the starter. Oh, it was just, it was just chaos. And that night was really cute, because we like gave each other all presents and everything. Um, and as like Dan's dad was like taking a group photo of us, um, Dan's dad's dog literally stole Libby's present out of her hand and there's us all chasing the dog round the bloody garden just to get this bloody present back that he's just stolen. So that was quite the night. Um, then there was Lottie's night. Lottie, who was with um, a boyfriend at the time that I will not say his name because he doesn't deserve the mention. And I don't like him, so there you go. Um, and he came out as like a naked butler helping her. And honestly, Lottie's meal was divine. She did like garlic mushroom starter. She did um, bacon wrapped around chicken for the main. And the cheese, and then like a lemon cheesecake for dessert. Beautiful. Bloody beautiful. Um, and also he didn't have a six pack, so she like drew a six pack on him. <laughs> And then there was my night, which was the last night. And I'd come up with, like, games. I'd got my friend Becky in to come be, um, like, a waitress as well. Um, we'd done, like, betting games. So I'd, I can't remember what game I made up, but you had to, like, say so many truths or something and falses, and then you had to bet if it was true or not with cards. It was quite fun. Um, and then... We drew who was like the best. Lottie won. Woohoo! Go on, Lottie. Lottie's also getting married soon, so a shout out to you. And um, yeah, then we all went into Manny Tea for a night out. And oh God, that night was actually so interesting. I don't know if I've ever told this story. Um, yeah, so we went out for that night out. And we were in one of the bars. And we saw. Um, Dan's friend was out so he then was joining us and we was out in this bar and he then comes up to me and says oh by the way that guy's just filmed up your skirt and I was like oh really um so I went and asked him and he said no he hadn't and showed me his photos and he was like and I was like okay fair play and then I came back to the group and Lottie was like no Hannah I definitely saw him do it and I was like okay so he's lied to me and it's clearly on a private thing that I didn't see so I went out and found him um, because he'd left at this point, so I went out and felt like an, I don't know what got into me, obviously the alcohol, and I went out and found him, and I said, you're a liar, and I punched him in the face, so yeah, then the bouser comes up to me, and he's like, whoa, 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 what's, what's going on, and I was like, oh, he's just been filming up my skirt, so I then had to get the bouncer involved, and the club, and yeah, start to make a little report against him. Because you know what, bro? You should not be filming up girls' girls' skirts. 
luckily I had shorts on, so you you didn't see shit, but, you know, still not okay, don't do it, and if you've ever done that, you're grim. And then, later in that night, we are then in Rush, which I fucking hate, but when your friends love it, you go for your friends, and for some reason me and Dan were just putting cards all over the place, like hiding them, I don't know why, thought it was funny. I even accidentally put my driving licence out with them as well. So that was a bit stupid. And then um, we saw an ex of someone in the group. And um, they're an absolute prick and scum of the earth. And also just a horrible person. I've never seen such... And I can say this because there was... um, the friend that this ex was, they did have to get the police involved because there was all sorts going on that I'm not going to go into because it's their business, not mine. Um, but yeah, they were then in the club hurling abuse at my friend and did not stop. It must have been a good five minutes of just abuse, abuse, abuse. And I was just like, bro, stop, bro, stop, 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 stop. Calm down. You need to calm down. You need to calm down. You need to back off. You need to back off. And I just kept doing that. And then, um, and he just kept hurling abuse, 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 abuse. Nothing was stopping him. And then I did slap him round the face. And then he acted like I had literally taken a shit in his mouth and everything and stripped him naked and took all of his money. That's literally how he acted. And I was just right to the band. So I was like, look, I told him. I told him he needs to back off and stop hurling abuse at my friend. Um... And the bouncer was like, yeah, 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 we did hear it, to be fair. And I was just like, well, why didn't you stop it then? Because I was warning him. Um, But yeah, um, and they're the only two fights I've ever had in my life. (laughs) And they just seem to happen on on the same night. But um, can't confirm the only punching and slapping I've done has been in combat at drama school other than those times. But you know what? I'm not a big thing into physical violence. I don't think it's necessary but when words don't get to people, I don't know, maybe you have to find another way. I wouldn't do it now because I'm older and I'm wiser, but there's also a bit of alcohol involved. So, you know, can't always be fully aware of what happens when you've got alcohol involved again, you know, lads. Bad beach. So, cheapskate Hannah time. So, this week I managed to get like a lovely corset top from Primark, reduced half price, £6. And also, whilst I was in Westfield yesterday, in Primark, they had a Monsters Inc. University jumper that I just loved. Because I was never the girl that was into the princesses and dressing up as princesses. I always wanted to dress up as Sully. So as soon as I saw that jumper for £9, I was like, do you know what? Steal. It's just like a university jumper, but it's Monsters Inc. And it looks like I've gone to Monsters Inc. University and I thought I'd dig it. Very much dig it. But yeah, there we go. I've also been to see the Barbie movie and it was... I didn't know what to expect, but it was definitely not that. And do you know what? I thought it was bloody brilliant. I loved how diverse it was. I loved all the comedy. I thought it was brilliantly written and I just thought it was very smartly done. So if you haven't seen it, go and bloody see it it, and see if you can enough. And if you have seen it, you'll understand that. Bad Beach. So it's horoscope time, let's see what it says. So, today you may develop a deeper understanding of what's really important to you. You may be surprised by what you discover the material means for far less to you than the spiritual. 
It may have taken you a while to learn this, but now there's no going back. Your possessions feel like dead weight. The mere thought of your family and friends fills your heart with love and light. That is very true, actually, because at the minute I'm, like, thinking of moving out and things, and I've just been looking through all my shit, and I'm like, do you know what? Like, and looking at places in Liverpool, which will potentially be available when I want to, and I'm like, do you know what? Things, like, I, I want to have a nice home and a nice place, but actually you can have a nice enough place. Um, but what really matters is having family and friends around you and people that support you. So, yeah, I do sort of agree with it, actually. Um, I would say that it's very true. And, yeah, I'm sort of feeling like all of us girls are, like, having a breakup because we're all leaving. And it makes me very sad. Um, but you know what? It's been a good year. We've had a good year together and we all get on so well. So, yeah, um, horoscope is pretty on point, actually. Um, for once, there you go. Okay, so we are now at the end of this week's podcast. And hopefully I'm going to get some visitors on in the next few weeks as I'll be in London for like another uh, like month and a half. So I'm going to try and get some London shit done. So I've got loads of fun things to tell you all, like what I've done in London. Um, and also preparing to move out. And yeah, just bringing all the fun stuff your way, guys. And hopefully bringing on some guests that when I move out I won't be able to get on as easily so we'll be sorting all of that out so I hope you all have an amazing amazing week and keep your heads up um if something's going really shit just remember it happens because there's something else good around the corner so just remember that you have to go on the rocky path to get to, get to the seaside or to get to the lake you know you have to go the rough route to get to the most amazing places so remember that and, you know, express those emotions, cry, laugh, be angry, do what you need to do just to get through. You've all got this and sending lots of love to everybody. Bye. Daddy.